Welcome to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors 2 podcast. Recorded in Central Texas. Broadcasting to the world. Join your hosts and their weekly guests for insight, advice, guidance, and ideas to help your ministry flourish and help you take care of yourself. Now, with a combined 35 years of ministry experience, your hosts, Jacob Taylor and Jeremy Hellums. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 16. I, If you're thinking, man, they're putting a lot of episodes out, we know we just dropped episode 15 <laughs> yesterday, and uh, the video went up today. Uh, if you didn't notice, the episode 14's video went up t- yesterday. So uh, this video will be up tomorrow. So it's three days in a row that the YouTube video is up. Uh, but, hey, we're on top of it this week, and we are – Recorded early, yes. uh, and man, Jeremy, what's up? Hey, man, uh, it's it's been a great week. It's been uh, you know busy week, steady week, but not as crazy as last week. And yeah, so last week was pretty crazy. And, last week was uh, crazy. You know, yes, uh, we already we sort of mentioned Father's Day already, but uh, had yeah. a great Father's Day. Uh, hey, I gotta tell you, we got some great news on Carrie's foot. Uh, you know, yeah. she broke her foot on Cinco de Mayo, and uh, so we went and got an x-ray, and again, the bone just like fills in from the top and then goes all the way down. It's so cool. We got to look at the picture of her bone, and it's healing, and now she's walking on her foot, you know, cautiously, not going back to the gym yet, but uh, great report. She's healing. Everything's happening great, so excited about that. No, no leg stands, right? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, there is a video on the Facebook uh, of my wife breaking her foot, and you can literally hear it pop. Mm. Sounds like a uh, snap, I guess that is, right? A snap. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts me. Just to think, so. But it's been a great week. It's been a great week. How about you, Jacob? What's going on with you, man? Uh, same thing. Slow. Is, I, I don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx it. But it hasn't been as busy as last week. Last week was every day, just work late, come home. Yeah. Texas Texas heat is just, it is, it is draining. Even today, like I haven't, I got, I was able to sleep in. Uh, I haven't done anything other than our podcast, and mm. and I took I took like a thirty minute nap uh, between our originally scheduled podcast to. Our scheduled podcast. So, <laughs> uh, played a little Call of Duty this afternoon. Uh, yeah, but other than that, life's been slow uh, in the last week or so. So, nothing too crazy. Uh, have church tonight that uh, I've been planning, working on today. And man, I, I like I said, it's there's not much to report on. It's been a slow couple of days. So, and it's hard to hard to give you an update when we. We literally just recorded our intro and outro on Sunday, and it's Wednesday, so uh, might as well not make anything up, you know. I mean, yeah, just... I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna make anything up saying I I saved a baby from a <laughs> a car in the river, like. I don't, I don't even know why I didn't make the news though. Yeah, well, you know, the news is selective sometimes. Hmm. Well, we won't go there, but. <laughs> I, I think we. I think it's worth noting. Uh, I don't want to jump right to the interview just yet, but I think it's worth noting 
that uh, Jacob and I have been putting some work in on figuring out what's next on the yeah. Pastors or Pastors 2 podcast. And we really both felt compelled to do a series that featured women in the ministry. And yeah. uh, that could be uh, wives. It could be pastor's wives. It could be youth pastor's wives. Uh, it could be a worship leader. And uh, after just you know exploring and reaching out, uh, we have the next four podcasts planned. We do. And, uh, and not to, uh, how do I say this? You know, women, I, I always say this and I've said this since I was in, uh, high school is that women make the, the world turn, uh, whether you're, you are a wife or spouse of a, a minister or, uh, you're in the ministry yourself. And I, our guest today is both. And uh, we emphasize on it today uh, and we kind of talk about it towards the end of the interview and uh, talk about her ministry and uh, the balance between her ministry and uh, uh, being a mother. And uh, and that's what this series is about, is to recognize and uh, uh, and bring together a community of the ladies that that are husbands. I mean, that are wives, not husbands, but that are wives and part of the ministry themselves and uh just i mean there's husbands out there that are uh husbands of women that are in ministry and uh yeah if, if you are reach out and we'll talk to you too but uh we wanted to emphasize the importance of the ladies and uh in their role in all aspects of ministry whether it's wives all the way down to volunteers to position like whatever position you're in whether it's worship oh, or, yeah. uh, youth or children's or whatever whatever you're doing we wanted to um, highlight uh, women and what they're doing in the church and uh, I'm excited yes. about it we we have a couple of guests in mind I know next week's guest will be my favorite guest but uh, no bias oh, yeah. there uh, no bias there, but uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna tell him your wife's on next week. Uh, I guess we'll say that Amanda will be the guest next week, and uh, I told her last night when we were talking about it that I don't know if mm. I want. I I think that it might be like a, a little interview between you and Jeremy, and not me, because I because you know sometimes when you're you don't want to be like super open when you know your spouse is sitting right there. So I'm thinking maybe I sit the interview out, you know, go somewhere else, maybe play Call of Duty while y'all are recording, and uh, just yeah, yeah, for her to be completely open to our topic for next week. So I don't know. We yeah, might, yeah, might work. We'll work those details out, and uh, I am going <laughs> to. I will be in Houston next Wednesday. So uh, yeah. I don't, well, we'll figure out those details later. Yeah, I know that's that. Not, that's not before, for the, the <laughs> listeners. I know that before, uh, before you know, I felt God called me to the ministry, and uh, we were just married, and uh, you know, I don't know if I've told the story to many people or not, but I looked at Carrie and I said, "Look." I'm, God called me in the ministry. I, I believe he wants me to surrender. You know, that's the whole walking down forward and telling the pastor and then the congregation recognizing, right? And uh, I said, 
are you willing to live in a dirt hut in Africa if we do this? You know, because God's going to call, you know, you, we, we're going to follow. And she just looked at me nervously and said, yes. And, uh, you know, uh, our wives are so uh, important and critical to our ministry that, uh, yes, they go with us and encourage us and love us and support us uh, through it all. And, and I'm so excited about the series. So uh, it's this is, I guess, uh, roll it out, our, our women's series. And uh, uh, today our guest is Kelsey Adair. And she is a, a, a mom of four children. She's also a worship leader. And she's uh, she's part of a, a band there in the local church there in Colorado, as well as uh, in uh, the Garrett Garner band. She's uh, uh, I don't even she's like a co-singer. I would call her right. And uh, she's well. Got, let's be fair. She's the I would consider her the the lead. Well, she's right. she's part of the Garrett Carter band and she's the lead, but they don't call anyways. Whatever. But we yeah. are so excited to have Kelsey on today to kick off our women's series. Yeah. So let's just jump right on into it. All right, joining us today on the, the uh, let's just call it the hotline this week. We don't have a special name for it. Uh, we had her husband on a few weeks ago talking about live stream. I think that was yeah. about two weeks ago. We yeah. have Kelsey. Kelsey, I would, I would say, is the better half of the duo. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I could, I mean. I've no, you said Morgan. it. You already said it. So I've you know. already said it. So Morgan's going to hold that against me. But <laughs> I would hope I would hope he would agree. But uh, Kelsey, what's up? Hey, I'm just chilling at a camp that we're leading well, worship at. So that's what's up. Yeah. Well, the background's not as cool as it was earlier. I know. I'm really bummed about that. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, you had to move, and now your background's not as. It kind of reminded me of the youth room that I, we yeah. do it was not as cool because i have that sign but uh right, right. kelsey tell us about yourself what are you doing where you're at uh your ministry and all that good stuff i mean yeah so i i guess the best place to start is what consumes my life the most right now and that's motherhood that right. um gosh first is a boy he's eight his name's cooper and then a girl who's six, and that's Bailey. And then another boy, he's three, about to be four. That's Elliot, and he's a firecracker. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's hard. Um, yeah, I was just FaceTiming Garrett, and uh, Elliot is in the, the bouncer. Okay. <laughs> he's, like, strapped into the bouncer right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, like, gets in and out of that thing, goes nuts. <laughs> might, be, might be a good spot for him, huh? It's nice to have him contained to one area sometimes, but yeah. And then our, our fourth is baby girl. She's actually about to be one next month and her name is Haven. So yeah, it's busy with them. Like just life with them is enough to fill every moment of every day. Like I, every way. And then you add Morgan. Yeah. And then there's, (laughs) then there's Morgan and he's like sometimes a big kid, but He's he's become adultish. Just a bad years, yeah. But, yeah, not too much though. <laughs> not too much. He's, we still laugh, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But, he entertains the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, so I'm my days are like I'm home uh, with the kids, homeschooling the older two, watching the younger two. We try to get out and just go places. We live in Colorado. 
uh, yeah. Dakota, Colorado now. And so uh, that's different because uh, Morgan and I have both lived in Texas all of our lives. So that was a big change that we made a few years ago. And we like it. It's, it's great. It's a um, great place, great people to be around. Um, we have a good community. Uh, just, yeah, busy, lots of new life things to figure out. <laughs> um, but yeah, we roll with it. Um, so he, I guess you talked to him already about his job and what he does yes. at Flatiron. So um, in that, like, we also lead worship together on Friday nights for a recovery program at that church, at our church, um, which is really nice uh, that we get to do that together because we don't get to do too much of Sunday worship together um, because he's so busy doing all the production things that maybe he could do (laughs) on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So that's, that's been a really huge blessing for us to get to do as a couple and we have our kids everywhere we go, you know, like there's usually not a place we lead that we don't have our kids. It's very rare that we get the opportunity to let them go somewhere, but we also, we also kind of enjoy the fact that they get to experience being with us and see what we do. And it's not this disconnect of, you know, like, Oh, I don't know what they do. We just go play in a nursery, you know? So yeah. Um, it's, it's nice. We do most everything as a family. Well, and I think, I think over the years, I think that, uh, I think that's changed a little bit, right? I think, um, I think we've, I remember at least as a kid, how reliant many churches and many people and even staff and, and were on a nursery or someone to take care of. But I think as, as we've seen over the last 20 years, you know, more incorporation of children being a part of worship, um, you know, I know there was like a Deuteronomy six movement a couple of years ago, and that was just, you know, worshiping, you know, with your children, worship all ages, you know, being a part yeah. of worship. And, you know, I think that's great. What, do you, uh, you know, what kind of benefits do you see from like your kids, including them in, in like what you guys do? Yeah. So, I mean, just having them with us and them, uh, just being exposed to the songs that we sing all the time. I mean, there's so much scripture within a lot of the worship songs that we do. They, they pick up on that, um, which is fantastic. I love hearing them sing, but I think the biggest plus or benefit from that is that conversations get started now, uh, especially with the older two, uh, the, eight-year-old and six-year-old I mean they they ask questions and it's just it's nice to have just a basis of some some something to spur on these uh Christ-centered conversations like uh, just about Jesus in general because I mean in this world and most of what is going on in the world that's not the center of conversations usually so it definitely gives um a a simple way to for that to get in and i like that a lot so yeah it's fun it's like like you're inadvertently planting seeds but you aren't inadvertently doing i mean it's like on purpose but it's not on purpose you know it's all interwoven and it all 
yeah, happening on purpose, maybe not with my intention completely behind it, but yeah, it's definitely serving a purpose and we're taking full advantage of it. What do you do when you get overwhelmed? Because I, I can't, I, I can't imagine having what, four or five kids. Just, I think they only have four. I think they only four. have four, right? Yeah. I don't know. I Earlier she said had she had a fifth, but I don't know. We've got four. Um, there <laughs> are times when we have some neighbor kids over, like it, it multiplies fast, like friends of kids, and then. It, or even uh, earlier, you had two come in that I didn't even know who. Totally, who they were. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so we if we get together with any other families with kids, it just it's like exponential. It just keeps multiplying, and we have right. several larger family friends as well with four kids. So we get together, it's all of a sudden eight and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it there there are definitely times when I do get overwhelmed because the demands are quite endless. I mean, mm-hmm. um, especially with a baby, she's extra clingy. So her demands are enough, but mm-hmm. the big kids still have their own needs and wants you got to feed them like it's just endless demands and there are times when I definitely get overwhelmed and sometimes I handle it well and sometimes I handle it as terrible as possible like just can I just like cry or yell or yeah you know explode I don't know something because it's it's madness Uh, but uh, more recently, because I've through motherhood, it's been a really difficult um, navigation thing to try and figure out how to really get time in the word mm-hmm. with children. Mm-hmm. And it's I think my perspective on what that looks like has had to change quite a bit in order for me to actually benefit. Like I, I guess I've had some unrealistic expectations of how you can really spend time in prayer while having kids. There's sometimes there's just not complete silence for quiet time, or sometimes there's not a solid long period of time. Sometimes it needs to be small chunks throughout the day. Mm. Sometimes there's a start it and then you pause it. And then when you get a chance, you start it again mm-hmm. and keep going. Um, and it just looks different day to day. Um, this, I will say um, this last year is the most consistent I've ever been in just Bible reading and prayer and seeking and learning. Um, and I don't know exactly what's changed other than my heart is just burning and yearning for learning and knowing more and cultivating relationship. And I just have much more uh, passion in there. And I mean, when there's so much passion and drive, you can't deny it. Hmm. It doesn't matter what obstacles are in the way, you're still going to make it happen because it's that important. Um, There have been seasons in my life where I mean, I maybe thought it was important to me, but obviously it wasn't mm. important enough. Mm-hmm. So um, I just try to stay in that mindset knowing like, is it, is seeking relationship with Christ, is that 
as important as it needs to be in my life or some things taking over that position. Hmm. How does that uh, revolve around like your marriage and knowing that Morgan's like either super busy at some point or, and then I, I just assume, I, I, I know, I know sometimes it can slow down. Uh, how do you balance that? How do you balance your y'all's relationship with, not with just with each other, but with your relationship with God? Yeah. So um, I think, so as far as work is concerned and his, I mean, his job, it's, it's hard because it's, it's work, it's service as well. It's that co-mingling, it's both. You can't separate them at this point where he's working yeah. what he's doing. They're so interwoven and tied together. You just, you can't separate it. And so there has to be some level of understanding of, you know, commitment and service and when to say, okay, yes, I mean, I understand you need to be serving to this level and committing this time. Um, but there's also this balance of wait, 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 what is actually necessary? Um, and are we compromising marriage or family time, um, unnecessarily? So there's, it's, it's not a cut and dry black and white, easy to just say, Oh, 40 hours you're gone or, you know, like it's, it's a very, um, just challenging balance all, all together with work and service. And, um, we do try to serve together as much as possible. And, uh, we try to really, he tries to include me on what's going on with work because it is, it's, hard for me to understand like what's going on what's, yeah. what's it like I'm an outsider kind of looking in or it it's hard to understand what what's going on at church why are they doing this or it it sometimes he's got some big frustrations that he needs to talk about and I'm thinking okay how do I support him and respond supportively sometimes I don't do well or sometimes I do I don't know it's um, <laughs> it's all about, um, being in a place where you can deliver truth in love and maybe it can be received in love as well. So that's sometimes we're both there. Sometimes neither one of us are sometimes one is and the other isn't. And you have to understand where each other is where, or where each person is on their day. Sometimes someone's super stressed and it's not a good time to, I guess, talk through, talk through some stuff. That's really yeah. important. <laughs> you got to wait, wait it out a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a lot of balance um, mm-hmm. between work and what it is and a lot of understanding, a lot of grace. Mm-hmm. Grace, uh, That's a good one. Uh, it sort of, it sort of reminds me of Ephesians five thirty three. Um, I was just looking at, at that. Uh, it says, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as you were kind of talking through that balance, it just really reminded me, you know, yeah, we're, we're going to 
we're going to sometimes say the wrong things to our spouse. And sometimes we're not going to say the right things to her. Sometimes we're not going to uh, not say anything at all. And maybe we should have, you know, but, but ultimately, you know, as, as, as we love our, as we love one another, as we respect one another, you know, it's, it all, it's all about that balance. Kind of like you uh, kind of described there and, you know, grace, <laughs> you, you got to have almost an insurmountable amount of grace with one another. Don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not perfect and he's not either. We just, we just got to dish out grace all the time and start yeah. over. There's a lot yeah. of starting over. Um, just every day is new. Um, yeah. You can't really hang on to too much. If that like the little stuff, don't hang on to the little stuff that doesn't actually matter in the end. Um, there's some big things that I understand you got to work through, but mm-hmm. it's not worth hanging on to every little hurt and jam yeah. or whatever. Use lots of forgiveness and move on and work through stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's really so, good. So we talk about your, your balancing between motherhood and, and your relationship with Morgan and God. Uh, what is your, and to me, and this is just personal like thing amanda my wife she has her own ministry going on like because she has a separate um she has different ways of doing her own thing like there's she can have a connection with the students but i think she more relates to the the feet the girls Mm -hmm. because me personally i don't know what it's like to be a girl so do you have like a separate ministry from what morgan's doing or like doing Uh, your own thing yeah so i mean i've finally come into this i guess as my children are growing i've come into this ministry of uh, mom ministry um and that's discipling my children and i don't know what that looks like i don't know if i've had specific examples of what it looks like to disciple your own children. I mean, I don't know if there's a specific way to do it, but it's, it's, um, I guess been pressing and weighing on my heart more now in the last few years as my children are able to ask questions and understand things. And, um, we're trying to raise them and teach them in the ways of the Lord. So that's, a first and foremost, the ministry that I, I guess, be, I believe is number one is number one calling. Um, I also, I mean, I sing I, and it's hard for me to all oh, like, that's my ministry. I have always done that. I've always um, been vocally inclined. I can't play any instruments. That's, that's all the guys jobs. I don't do that, but <laughs> that's always been in me from a very young age. Um, and let me just toss this, let me just toss this in there. He was muted the whole time. He was uh, no, I know, I know I was, ta- I was muting, but I have, I was trying to interrupt you because uh, I, I want to toot your horn because you're not going to toot your own horn, but, uh, she sings really, really well. And, uh, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it draws people to the throne. And so I want yeah. to toss that in there. As you continue to talk, sorry, I, I sorry about that, but I, I, need, I, I needed to be, it needed to be said though. It's so good that I don't think you need an instrument to play. No, this. no, no. So um, continue now that more uh, Jeremy okay. has figured yeah. it out. Now, now that I know how to unmute myself. <laughs> Man, yeah, 
let me just let me see where I was at. Um, yeah, that's and you say that I that's all I want to do mm-hmm. when I worship, and mm-hmm. um, it's hard for me to see it as anything um, so intentional or specific because it feels so natural. It's just like a an outpouring of what I feel like I have to do, need to do. Yeah. Like I, I can't not do it. I don't know what else to do with my life if I'm not singing. Mm-hmm. And it, I've just, the Lord has placed opportunities in my life everywhere I go. And I, I think for me, my job is just to say, yes, I'm going to, yes, that's what I'm going to do. That's where I'm going to go camp. All right. Yes. We'll make it work. I've got four kids, but there's a way the Lord will make a way. And, um, even leading up to this, uh, specific camp, there was like so many, how, what are we going to do? This baby is so clingy. I don't know. She won't stop screaming when I'm gone from her. Um, but it's, there's a balance. I, I run and drop her off at whoever's gonna watch her and hold her and they can make it through a four song set. And then I run back and I comfort her and then I run back and just do a couple more songs and then go get her. And she's fine. She's safe, taken care of. It's, but it is, it's kind of a crazy balance of, uh, just trusting the Lord and then also being obedient to do what my part is in making mm-hmm. this work. So, yeah, um, I I do love leading. I, there's something about it that, um, like, I just I can't put my finger on, but it's it's incredible to not only sing to God, but then to hear others singing together unified just it's it's incredible i so one of my favorite things is to just pop out an in-ear um mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we're singing and to just hear what is coming back yeah i just good. i can't ever get enough of that so mm. amen unless it's me and then you're like Ooh, <laughs> put it back in no, do it. I don't care what it sounds like. It's just the voices. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, so we always end these conversations with uh, two questions. Uh, mm-hmm. Your the, your funniest moment in your in your ministry, and then uh, the last song you intentionally looked up. So we'll start with the first one, if you can think of the funniest. Yeah, story. I mean. <laughs> There I guess are, you can tell about last night. Right. I, I will. Um, there are so many because we've been doing this for so many years. And yeah. I'm literally the only girl that's ever sang with these guys. It's a yeah. token female lead vocalist in this band. And they're just a bunch of crazy dudes um, still, even after almost 10 years with them. But last night was a, a whole new level. And you had Garrett on here as well. Yeah, I, I don't know how he does what he does, but <laughs> I think we all do. We're all trying to figure that out. I I don't. I really don't because he pulled <laughs> off some, some kind of crazy recovery last night that I never thought would have been recoverable. Mm. Uh, we were singing uh, Highlands, which 
I don't think that's necessarily a preteen song. We're at a preteen camp, but you know, Garrett really wanted to do it. He he really loves it. So, you know, we were making it happen. <laughs> and somehow a few technological things just went wrong enough and it I don't I don't know how he did it. I can't even replicate it. There's a recording. He'll send it to you because he's working on it right now. The, yeah, right. The, the <laughs> chorus got put on the pre-chorus and those words don't match up at all. And he did it. And I don't know how he swung that, but he he had to recover twice and he did it. Okay. Twice. And I, I was impressed. I don't think the kids actually knew that it was really messed up and wrong. I doubt it. Yeah. But if anyone else knew the song, they wouldn't say, whoa. What is yeah, he, going on? <laughs> he went all Ron Burgundy on it. Right, me. yeah, totally. He's reading <laughs> the the confidence monitor that was not. <laughs> but I, I at that point, I just had to step back and say, "It's all yours, Garrett." I don't. I can't. There's nothing <laughs> I can add to this to make it any better. I'm just gonna come back and try not <laughs> to like this is wrong, so that nobody picks up on it. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, you know, we, we all had a great laugh. We're still laughing about it. So, <laughs> and that's the thing. Nobody's mad. Nobody's angry. Yeah. Like we, we aren't perfect. I mean, Garrett, he, he keeps telling us, you know, I did pray specifically for the Lord to teach us what worship is <laughs> and what it's about. And I think the consensus was it's not about us and what we can do mm -hmm. or what we have to offer or to bring to him because we don't have anything that yeah, that's is, good is worthy of offering him um, like that none, nothing we have or can bring our talents. Like none of that matters. It's all about Jesus and what he's done for us. So Amen. Yeah, Amen. That, was, that was a loud and clear message heard. That, that went from crazy story to like serious, you know, which was fine. You know, that's, that's good. <laughs> that's how, that's how you reach people. You make it fun and then you, you throw it in a little worship with it. So Amen. Yeah. Amen. So last song you looked up intentionally. Yeah. So I knew these were your questions, well, at least that. Often. <laughs> and so I went and looked it up. I don't have my phone with me, but <laughs> I did see what was the last thing I looked up on my Spotify and it's an old one. And you know, I've been looking up a bunch of old songs, yeah. but it, it might not even be familiar. Um, I'm trying to think Nicole C. Mullen, nineties, uh, and it's come unto me. Okay. It's basically the, oh, I can't remember exactly where it is. It's in the gospels. Come unto me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. Yeah. So good. Um, look it up. Oh, yeah. Good 90s, soulful song. Good stuff. You know, they used to know how to do it in the 90s. I mean, they still know how to do it now. But Oh, the... for real. No, I've been, I've been jamming out to all the 90s worship. It's good yeah. stuff. I, I, I mean, I could I could listen to Jars of Clay right now and just be <laughs> worshiping, <laughs> baby. I love Jars of Clay. I played a uh, '90s playlist for uh, about a month ago for the youth, and I was like, "All right, guys, y'all guess what year this song came out?" Most of them weren't even alive. <laughs> I, was playing, I was playing like the original Newsboys before Michael Tate. Oh yeah, and, uh, <laughs> DC Talk. Yep. Uh, I introduced them oh. to Audio Adrenaline. Yes, uh, that was I had list on the way here. <laughs> I had to explain to them what happened to Audio A, and I got a little 
listen, there's a video of his last concert in Hawaii. Man, that gets me every time when he's like he can barely like finish the song because of his voice. Yeah. I remember seeing him at YEC and it was one of his last it was kind of like the last tour, last hoorah, and he kind of explained what was going on and how this was kind of be and I was just like like heart wrenching, you know, to the guy was called to sing and yet he can't anymore you know anyways if you don't know anything about that look up audio journal and audio a and yeah uh i can't remember the guy's name but you know look up lead singer lost voice or whatever something like that you know yeah. google google will tell you google will tell you but he's turned that into a ministry so. oh yeah cool i might cry <laughs> what's that i might get too emotional i might cry i don't know if i can handle it yeah but yeah no, I'll, you, I'll look it up I'll, you will i i don't cry a lot that gets me. It gets me every. I've seen that a thousand times, and it gets me. Like, man, that guy was like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, real. before I start crying here on the podcast, <laughs> hey Kelsey, thank you for taking time out of your busy week at what camp are you at? We can broadcast them. Yeah, yeah. It, can... It's Lake Levon uh, Camp and Comfort Center in, in Princeton, Texas, I believe, is the town. So cool, to Dallas. Yeah, yeah. You can tell. Tell Gary that he could send us some money for not too much. <laughs> little little plug, little plug, little plug, plugging Camp Le'Veon. Tell Gary. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're so glad that you are uh, a part of our our women's series uh, as we kicked off uh, today with this with episode sixteen. Uh, we're so glad that you kicked it off with us, and thank you so much for joining us, Kelsey. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was great. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, Kelsey's our secret producer. <laughs> Secret shopper producer. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. I just give you some, feed you some suggestions. And we write them down. Yes. We write everybody's suggestions down. You don't have to do it. All suggestions. We take all suggestions. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll have some more for you. (laughs) Get it. Get some. Go in and send them. (laughs) All right. There we go. We'll take it. We'll take it. Man, that interview, I, I think uh, I think Kelsey hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. In more, yeah, in more than one way. Uh, I loved it how, you know, she just talked about how, you know, God is first. Mm-hmm. And and then her family, you know, her husband and then her kids. And, and to try and carve out that time, you know, for her, it was about flexibility, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and that balance. Because she may not, her day may not look the same every single day, right? Yeah. And so for her, 6 a.m., having some kind of quiet time, it just doesn't work. You know, she has to spread it out throughout the day, whether that's prayer, whether it's Bible study. Either way, she's taking the time to do those things to get herself closer to God. Yeah. And flexibility is key. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with carving out 6 a.m. If that's who you are, then that's what you, or whatever the time it is. But- if it's flexibility, then be okay with that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And she, she mentioned, uh, grace. And I think when she, I, well, first thing that came to mind when she mentioned grace was grace on both sides. Like yeah. it's, it's not her job to give grace to Morgan because he's so busy, but Morgan also, uh, has grace when, when Kelsey does feel overwhelmed with, yeah. or, or not knowing what's going on. What, I mean, it's, I mean, and it, it could be the same for me personally. And uh, 
I have a tendency to not, uh, I plan in my head and then I, uh, I, when, so when events come up, I have everything planned in my head and written down in a notebook that stays in my backpack. But if I don't, if, and I, I, I fail to share that with Amanda and I, I, it's something I cautiously try to be better at now. Uh, but this is something I've done for so long is that I have this in my head and I just need to be more open. And, uh, when she said grace, it's like, man, I gotta be, I have to be graceful when Amanda gets upset when I don't, uh, I keep those, uh, information to myself and it's not, it's, it's not intentional. Uh, it's just, uh, something I've done for so long, even, even in the secular jobs that I have, I, I when I was in construction, uh, welding pipe it was everything was planned out in my head and i i didn't tell other people like so <laughs> right so yeah i mean it, i think overall the the interview was great she took the time out of her camp schedule they're out of camp like she said yeah. and, and it was a good one and i think it's a good one to kick off the series of the ladies and the the women ministries and all that stuff so yes yeah. yes yes it's it's i think uh I think it's great that uh, we're we're honing in on this, focusing on this, you know, uh, with without our ladies, you know, I don't know if I can even get dressed in the morning sometimes. So I'm just I'm grateful, and for my wife and for all that she, you know, by my side, all that we've gone through, and so you know, it. Well, I wear super the, important. I wear the same clothes every day. <laughs> just different. There's different. Co- if you if you watch on YouTube, you can tell that I have the same. Yeah style of magellan shirts they're just like <laughs> i i counted them the other day and i have 14 different colored magellan shirts 14 so, yeah so i, I just well, ro- rotate them i i have this little hanger thing where i take one down and i i wear it and then i put it in the pile and i basically once i do laundry i just put it at the end and go through the cycle so uh but yeah my wife helps me a lot to get through especially the stressful times and the hard times and yeah, uh, they're they're extension of our ministry, and uh, and and, I, and and oftentimes the unsung heroes, I think. Yeah, and uh, mm. they, like I said in the interview with Kelsey, is that Amanda has a connection with the 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 girl students that we have because I don't. I mean, I'm not not a girl. Never, never go through the, I never been through the same thing girls go through you know and that's her I that's her separate ministry and what she's doing and and when we put both together we have a strong ministry going on in Elgin so uh she'll hmm. be on she'll uh, be I wonder if I wonder if God planned it that way I you know yeah I think so <laughs> I think he had that snowball roll in uh what six seven years ago when we Man, that's a long time. Anyways, <laughs> uh, sure. well, Jacob, I'm, I'm. I mean, obviously, looking forward. To, uh, you know, we'll uh, tease uh, tease episode seventeen. You know, we're going to feature uh, Jacob's wife, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to having her, and she is, uh, you know, just just like I said, tease. I met Amanda uh, when she was in junior high or high school when she chose to be at Highland Lakes Camp to serve as a high school student. And so, yes, you know, and, not to give too much story away about her, but she's 
understood what it means to serve the Lord for quite some time now. So yeah, and I didn't meet her. I met her then, but we did not date until after I graduated college. Just to clear the air on that. Just one. to clear it all up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only married her, her, but it was twice. Yes, once uh, two ceremonies, one legal binding marriage. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> well, Jacob. I'm looking forward to doing it next week. You want to do it again? Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors 2 podcast. Find us, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you want to see our ugly faces, look for us on YouTube. While you're at it, give us a like on Facebook. See you next week.